Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. I'm your host, B. Shanice, and welcome if it is your first time, and welcome back if you've been here before. I start each episode with saying my three good things, which is what I am grateful for. Um, This is to get you to also think about what you're grateful for and also to express some gratitude because it makes life a lot better. So to jump right in, my first good thing is that I had a freaking blast this weekend with me, Mejor Amiga, who is my best friend literally from high school. We met in Spanish class, so we've been calling each other best friend in Spanish since we were 17 years old. (laughs) Um, We celebrated some birthdays, got to go to brunch like with my family and just spend time. Um, And her and I just got to catch up and spend time. And it was absolutely amazing. I had a great, great weekend. Definitely paid for it, but I had a great weekend. My second good thing is Legend asked me on a date today. And I thought it was the cutest thing ever for my five-year-old to ask me if I wanted to go on a date. And I was like, we can stop and get some food. Like, we have play therapy. We're going to be getting home a little later. He goes, no, I want to, like, go sit down somewhere with you. So I owe him a date um, because we couldn't make it happen today. And we won't be able to make it happen for the rest of the week. So definitely owe him a date next week. But I thought it was super cute that he asked me. Um, and my third good thing is for a healthy and working body, for working limbs and organs, being able to get up freely when I want, walk around freely, work out freely, all of that. Really grateful. Um, okay. So this episode is going to be part two of... The Q&A. So these are questions that I got from my listeners and my audience through Instagram. Um, these I, Last week, I left off um, talking about like retirement, at what age I want to retire. So that is where I'm going to pick up this week and kind of tell about kind of what that looks like. And then I have a few other questions with some pretty short and straight to the point answers I'm going to do this week. So to get started, I was asked when at what age do I want to retire? And I don't know if a lot of people kind of have their retirement plan figured out at our age, which is like, or my age, like in my mid thirties. But if you do not, you are not alone. uh, Because I definitely was like, wow, what do I want retirement to look like? Like, what are my options? You know? Um, But I do want to be retired maybe around age 50. 55, depending on if I can get my investments together um, and if I am building wealth with someone, um, building an empire and a legacy with someone else, that would probably help. Um, And so I want to travel. Like right now, I love traveling and I do it fairly often. But right now, I feel like I'm not okay with like taking really long flights. Um. So I feel like in my retirement, like all I'm going to have is time. So why not take a long flight, you know? And long flight is like anything over like eight hours. Eight hours is still a stretch and kind of long. But I feel like that's what my flight was to Hawaii. And I've done that and it wasn't that bad. Maybe six to eight. 
I don't know, but anything over that, I just be like, ooh, we. It just sounds, I don't know, maybe I'm scared of it too. I don't know. If you've been on a long flight, like over eight hours, can you please let me know, like, what do you do with your life and what that looks like while you're on the plane? Because um, sitting on a plane for more than eight hours, like, I don't know what, what I would do. Download a whole bunch of podcasts and fall asleep listening to them or watching movies or something. I don't know. Um, let me know what y'all think about that. Taking flights. Obviously, there's a lot to see in the world and in, to get there most of the places that you probably need to take a flight to. So, um, I feel like in my retirement, though, I might be okay with taking longer flights and I want to eat a lot. So try a lot of different foods and learn about, you know, different cultures. Um, I want to be near the water. I want to be on yachts. <laughs> Um, I'm going to find some hobbies, um, but I still want to like work out. And also, once I'm not working full time, I want to binge watch shows. I feel like people get to do that a lot right now, and that's just not really my life. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing I plan to do when I don't have to work in corporate. Um, I also may like, I don't know. Like, by then, like, I have, like, so many ideas, and it sounds crazy to wait until then, but right now, I, I'm noticing that the more on my plate, um, like, the more anxious I get and unhealthy I feel, so I think for now, I'm going to table some of these ideas as far as, like, ebooks and courses and online coaching and things like that and just, like, hold off, um, but but when I get to a place where I feel like I can put more on my plate, then I'm going to do that right now with what I have between motherhood, work, gym, therapy, um, podcasts, and money coaching, like one-on-one -on -one money coaching. Like I just feel like it's a lot on top of trying to make sure I sustain relationships and spend time with my family and make time for people, you know, like, you know, I, I can't afford anything else right now. So that's another thing I'll do is probably like create more passive incomes, like put in put in the time and work to be able to do that, which I know I should probably do it now if I want to retire then. But I I, I don't know. I'll come back to that. Um, OK, so that's more on my like my retirement. I'm really curious to hear what your retirement you think is going to look like. I really had to like sit and think about it. I just like know that. I don't want to have to work for somebody, but if I choose to work, it's because I want to, not because I feel I have to. Um, the second question that I was asked for this week's episode is, what is your biggest fear? And plain and simple, my biggest fear probably is raising a black son in America. And I'm going to just leave that right there. It's really scary. Um. Number three is what made you so open to therapy? So I was in a place in my last relationship that I wanted to like fight for it and really make it work. And I thought that getting a third party involved was going to help us kind of get over the big hump that we were running into or the big issue we were running into. Um, 
So my first time going to therapy or sitting in a therapist's office was back when I was like 16, right, with my mom. And not that I didn't, um, not that I didn't um, think it worked then. I just don't think I, mentally and emotionally and maturity wise, like I just wasn't in a good space to be more open to it. Um, but then as an adult, my first time going to the to the therapist or going to see a therapist was um before legend was born so mm, i'd say probably about like 2016 he was born in 2017 so it was right before that or shortly before that um so yeah 2016 and it's 2023 so seven years ago um and i was in my relationship with his dad and um it was just at a point where I was like, if we're going to move forward into marriage and all of that, then we need to start having these tough conversations. Um, and then the pandemic hit, I feel like really had me open to it because I I feel like I, the world learned more about the importance of mental health during that time. Um, and then I think maybe like me being open to talking about it too, whether I posted about it on my Instagram or now talking about it on my podcast, talking about it to other people, um, helped me be, you know, become more open to it and want to continue to stay in it. So I have been in therapy consistently since 2016. Um, whether it was with somebody or by myself, I've, I've done both. Um, if you are in a relationship or in a marriage and you are open to it, I would suggest it because I think it's very, very helpful. <clears throat> excuse me so yeah that's what made me so open to it um also once I became a mom I knew for sure I wanted to kind of do things differently so um I felt like me taking the time to kind of heal myself or work on myself uh that that was part of it and so a, a piece of why I wanted to do it so bad this year was for legend too Number four question is biggest lesson you've learned. And as of today, I feel it is to always trust your gut and your intuition, whatever that is. Um, number five is hardest lesson you've had to teach your son so far. And that one is probably that um, life doesn't go as planned and just because things are causing him pain or hurt it doesn't mean he's a bad person or that it's his fault that this is happening so um we worked through a lot of those type of conversations uh probably within like the last year and yeah that's probably the hardest one so far there's just a lot of tears and pain that came along with that for him. Um, number six is how do you stay motivated to get in the gym as much as you do? And honestly, if I didn't have personal trainers, I probably wouldn't go to the gym as much as I do. They really hold me accountable. I pay them, right? So like that's also – it's also led to like – I mean tied to money, not led. It's tied to money too. So um, – if I pay them, I'm probably going to show up because I don't like to waste money. Um, also, I follow a lot of great people online that keep me motivated, both creators and non-content creators. Um, 
And some days I just look in the mirror and that's all the motivation I need. I'm either satisfied and want to keep going or I'm very dissatisfied and like, yeah, you need to go and work on that, sis. Um, so, yeah, I usually set goals, too. That kind of helps me stay motivated. I'm like, by when I want to look a certain way, I kind of put in X amount of work. Uh, question number seven is how many phases are there in dating? And I know y'all know I'm really new to this dating world. And for those who don't know, I'm extremely new to this dating world. I have been in a relationship, uh, two back-to-back long-term relationships in all of my 20s through my early 30s. So um, this whole new world of dating per se is very new to me. So I looked it up online and this is what I found. <laughs> there are what I found, I guess, I don't know if this is the end-all be-all or the only answer, but there are four stages to dating. The first one is attraction and, you know, initially meeting. Um, The second one is curiosity, interest, and infatuation. Um, That's probably like considered like the honeymoon stage, I'm guessing-ish. Or it's all brand new. Um, Number three is enlightenment or becoming a couple. And number four is commitment or engagement. So those are the stages of dating, which if you Google it, that's probably what what it would also come up to. But it was kind of a really interesting read. And I'm thinking about doing an episode just on stuff like that. So um, more to come on that. And then the final and last question today is what's the difference between exclusively dating versus a boyfriend girlfriend relationship? And that's I also had to Google (laughs) (laughs) because I think previously when I was like meeting people or getting into the long-term relationships that I did, I, I, I just went from like zero to a hundred real quick. Um, so like enjoying dating or getting to know people is definitely like a thing, um, before you jump into a relationship. So while being exclusive means that both people are not dating anyone else, that's exclusively dating, where it's just you two to make a decision to only date each other um, because you have yet to determine if you want to be in a relationship with each other, but you are basically on that route, figuring it out or on that road, seeing where it goes type deal. Um, so yeah, that's what that's what I learned good to know stuff. So hopefully you guys learned something too, if you didn't know already. Um, okay. So that is concluding a part two. I know I kind of flew through this one compared to last week, but I wanted to keep this one, um, short and sweet and to the point because I do want to go into more depth on a couple of these topics, um, on other episodes. So definitely we'll be talking about them if you have a specific one you want to hear about over the other um i can try to put up a poll either on my insta story or and or ask in the um the post for this if you know which which topics you guys want to hear about um but i hope you feel like you got to know me a little bit better between this week and last week's episode if you have not listened to last week's q a part one um please do so because it kind of gives you a different insight 
And my off the handlebars moment, which is what I end each episode with, which is like a like a embarrassing moment or WTF or wow, I need to get my life together type deal. Um, this week is definitely a need to get my life together. Uh, I got lit all weekend. Um, Friday, we were at my house, so we were good as far as like me not having to drive anywhere. We did end up going to cookout, but somebody that wasn't nearly as drunk as us um, drove. They had just gotten there. So um, I got lit all weekend, though, Saturday and Sunday for sure. And I needed my best friend to drive me home each time. And I came to the conclusion that every time I'm around her, I feel comfortable enough to depend on her to get me home safe. <laughs> and although that's nice in a luxury, I'm sure maybe one time she would like for me to drive us and be responsible. So <laughs> that is going to be my goal the next time me and Monique hang out because yeah, I've been depending on her to get me home for over half my life now. And um, it's, it's probably my turn, so to be the responsible one a little bit. All right. It is 11-11 again. Wow. I just looked at the clock and I keep seeing 11-11. I mentioned that on a couple episodes ago. It, it's actually on my TikTok too that I did the angel number filter and it was 11-11 and I just saw it again. So um, when I looked it up, it says I need to continue to follow my heart and trust my instincts and my gut. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. Um, so thank you guys for all your questions. If you have any more, please let me know. If you want to support off the handlebars podcast in a monthly subscription, you may do so by clicking the link in the show description, or you may also do so by clicking the link in my bio, um, on Instagram, follow me at off the handlebars pod. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be back next week with another episode. I am going to get my life together and get these episodes out for y'all. Like, I'm going to keep going. I keep telling myself I'm going to keep going. Um, but thanks for listening. Have an amazing week. Talk to you later. Bye.